This is The Real Magic Podcast. Learn about great design and use it to get great results. Now your hosts, Greg Merrilies and Alan Nunez. Hello, listener, and thank you for joining Alan and I today for The Real Magic Design Podcast, where we unpack our experience to help designers and business owners understand how to create amazing designs and work together to make design that is profitable. I am Greg from Studio One Design, and here's my co-host, Alan, from Pixel Partners HQ. How are you? Good, mate. How are you doing today? Doing very good, mate. Very good indeed. We've got, uh, we've got nothing. We've got nothing. It's like we've got nothing for you, listener. <laughs> right. So, so listener, just before we get into what we're up to and our topic for today, you know, we we're having a chat before the uh, before the recording, and it went something like this. Alan says, "Hey, Greg, we're still recording at 11. Greg says, "Yes, we're recording at eleven. Al says, "What's the topic?" And he says, "I've got nothing." And I've come back and said, "That's an awesome topic. I've got nothing. Let's talk <laughs> about what happens when you get stuck." at the starting gate uh, with a design. Because it's so, so common, isn't it, man? Like every designer gets designer's block. Yeah, and not just designers though. Like designers rely on briefs from the client. And if the client's got nothing, it's really, really hard to get started. And I mean, we just had one like that this, well, actually it was last week, it's Tuesday today. So this was last week where, yeah, the, the brief was brief. It was so brief. We, we had nothing to start with. And I went back like four times to the client to try and get more, and they just could not give me anything else. So uh, so we'll talk more about that. But before that, let's just quickly do, what have you been up to? Uh, not a lot this week. Just taking care of my health, man. Had a bit of a health scare, but all good, listener. So don't worry. <laughs> no, Greg's going to Greg's gonna be here recording for, for a lot longer. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. But no, all good. So, yeah, that's just sort of been my my because I haven't been working much in the last week. What about you, man? Oh, mate, you know what? I'm having a bit of fun. We've got some really interesting products that we're working with. When I say products, I mean products from customers. You know, we're doing everything from toys and, like, themed makeup kits through to breast pumps to socks. Well, that's pretty random. Yeah, high-performance socks. Who knew you could have high-performance socks? (laughs) And in what way? Like, how do you perform well? Are you talking running? What are we talking? Well, yeah, I mean, they're an athletic sock, right? And I'll tell you honestly, I've just started on this project. I've only just started reviewing the client's material. And, you know, it they look really, really nice. I can't wait to get my hands on the samples. So it'll be really, really interesting. Not so excited about trying the sample of the breast pump. <laughs> but I know it is a very important product for, for a lot of people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, that's cool, man. All right, so let's let's talk about this. I got nothing. I got nothing for you, man. Okay, so let, let's just clarify firstly. Like, there's different levels of I've got nothing. There's the the client, right? So the non-designer knows they need something for design, but they just don't know where to start. You know, they've they've drawn a complete blank. Okay, have you ever come across a client that is in that that? position they know they need something but they don't know how to start yeah so look we you know as you know we've got this designer on tap thing right and that is where we'll design whatever a client wants us to and they just pay us a monthly fee and we'll design you know within our capability anything that they ask us to however 
occasionally they've got nothing for us, right? So it's up to us to, to, you know, try and keep that relationship going, try and keep that need alive. Otherwise, there's a good chance that they could stop the, the monthly subscriptions, you know, for, the, for our design service. So what we do is we think of ideas for them, like it might be a style guide, it might be social media, it might be going over their previous uh, marketing graphics and, and redoing them. And we just offer these suggestions that make it easier easy for them when they've got nothing so that I mean, that's one way around it but yeah if if you're talking about if the designer knows sorry if the client knows they need a specific design but they can't give you a, a solid brief then that's why we have a design questionnaire to help them with that process yeah so so i guess with that i've got nothing which is the client even if you're not sure where to start a, a good resource would be your designer to say look you know greg i'm i'm thinking about doing xyz or alan can your team take care of something for me Mm -hmm. but i really don't know where to start this is the outcome that i would like to achieve what do i need to give you to get to that point right so that's a great thing to tell the designer is you know what the outcome is that you're trying to achieve and the outcome is not to produce a pull-up banner Right, like that is not an outcome. The outcome is to have a pull-up banner that you can use at live events that will inspire people to visit your website and take advantage of your free offer. That's an outcome that that you want, right? The physical production of something is not an outcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good point. Yeah, yeah. What's the purpose of it? Yep. Yeah. Cool. And then what about? I mean, we've talked about this before. Like, you know, what are they called? Not writer's block, creative block. You know, when when you do have a brief, but you just don't know where to start when you're a designer, what what, what are your... You know, this is a little more personal, right? This is a little more intimate. This is... Each designer has their own kind of ways to do this, but what are your tricks when you get in that position? Yeah, honestly, I, I have to switch off and... If anything, I'll get that at the end of the day. I don't usually have that at the start of the day. And so at the end of the day, I need to switch off and just go, right, enough's enough, just start fresh tomorrow, right? So that's number one. But if it does happen, it can happen, you know, any time throughout the day. And it could be from not having enough information in a brief. But then what I'll do is just look at reference sites. So one of the best reference sites for me is Pinterest. There's so much creative stuff on there that will just spark an idea idea or you know trigger a direction and yeah so to me that's number number one place if I do get stuck look I'm with you on that if I am trying to lay out a brief for the team and I just can't get inspired no matter what time of the day it is um, what I'll do is I'll put it aside and I'll make it the first thing I do on the next day so when my when my creative energy is at the highest that's when I want to be dealing with something that I'm stuck on. But, you know, like for me, look, it's great to say, you know, go to Google, go to Pinterest and stuff like that. But I think it's, you know, what are we looking for? You know, where do we where do we search? Because, you know, the classic thing I see, right, is, you know, uh, cool mouse mat designs. <laughs> yeah. Right. You've got to think a little outside the square. You've got to actually look for inspiration rather than just what everybody else is doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just on that, right? So that, I mean, that's one place you could start fresh. But what we do is we collect reference all the time, right? For every type of design service that we offer. So 
that's one place that we would go to where we've been collecting that reference for years. And so we'll go to those folders, first of all, if we do get stuck. Yeah, definitely. And, and look, we use past designs as a, as a reference yep. as well. So, you know, have we done this before? Maybe not exactly the same in the same industry but with a similar outcome for the client so we, we go back and, and look at what designs we've done the other thing too is competitors and unrelated industries you know competitors are often the first starting point like how often do you get a client come to you greg that says my competitor is doing this and we want to do it too Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and look, I mean, you know, it's it's good to know what your competition are doing. In fact, in every design brief, we'll ask that question, you know, who are your top three competitors? But the reason we do that is to make sure that we're not like them, right? So, yeah, I think um, it can be dangerous if, if a client says we want to be like our competitors because what are they really trying to achieve by being like them, you know? Just because they're doing something, A, it doesn't mean it works, but B, shouldn't you be trying to do something a little bit different? Because, you know, if you're going to grow your business maybe two times, for instance, then be like your competitors. But if you want to grow your business 10 times, do something completely different. Yeah, look, absolutely. And that was my point, right? The competitors example is a good starting point, but you want to stand out from that. Mm. So what I like to do is go, right, here's the competitors reference and then go and look at either similar markets or even completely unrelated markets. Yeah. So, you know, if I was designing something for in the electrical, uh, in the, the lighting industry, say, for example, I might have a look at consumer electronics. I might have a look at white goods. I might have a look at TV and AV channels and see what they're doing in the consumer packaging, right? So mm -hmm. that's what I would call a related industry where it's not exactly the same product, but it might be being sold to the same type of people at around the same time. Because if you're renovating a house and you need light, new lights for your, for your, your building job, then it's highly likely you're looking at these other items at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah. But then also too, you can go really left, left of field and you can go, well, what's happening in the, in the toy space or in the fashion space or, you know, in the uh, sweet fizzy drinks space? And just, you know, search innovative things that people are doing in completely unrelated industries and see if you can gain some inspiration there, right? Mm -hmm. And, and it I find it helps to look at both. I mean, sometimes I look at related channels and just get something and go, yes, that's perfect. I can, I can implement that idea with whatever it is the job that I'm working on. Other times I need to go a lot deeper uh, to work that out. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, to me, it's like just getting your head out of the normal space that you would, you know, normally be in for this particular design product. And another, if you take that to another level, like, for instance, you might get ideas in the shower, right, or wherever. So why not take yourself out of the normal situation and go to that place where you get inspired, you know, whether that is another, you know, another industry or, or whether it is going for a walk with a dog or whatever the case is, try and get into that space and try not to put pressure on yourself. Obviously, design is one of those things that it doesn't normally happen, you know, super quickly. So give yourself time, make sure you don't commit to crazy deadlines, you know, so give yourself time to, to get into the headspace, to get those creative juices flowing. Definitely. Look, one of my favorite places is, is a walk. It's just a quick half an hour, 20 minute walk. You know, I just find that 
the blood's flowing, you know, the body releases good hormones when, when you're walking and, mm -hmm. and it does, it clears my mind and helps me get past some of those, those roadblocks. I, I think what's important too is that make sure you have inspiration, not just ideas, Right. There's mm -hmm. nothing more frustrating than I see when I've got a creative brief where somebody sends me a link to something and says, I want to do something like this. Right. Mm -hmm. What's the inspiration? What drew you to this? You know, you just do you just want to copy this or do you want to inspire your customer you know, with a certain feeling or, or inspire yeah. them to take an action, you know. I, I love that you said that. And you say this a lot with, you know, taking briefs from clients. You always like to dig deeper into the why, you know, which I think is super helpful. And I think also a lot of designers don't do that and therefore they're just like a yes, sir, no, sir designer where you like to know the real reason why and, you know, what the outcome is, all that sort of stuff. So therefore you understand the brief and you understand how to get a better result because you've dug deeper. <laughs> here's a here's a funny one for you, right? This is a, uh, somebody that you and I know from um, the super fast business circles and silver circle circles. Mm -hmm. uh, Chris and James from Origin ginseng yeah yeah do you know those awesome you know those guys, yeah yeah we designed yeah, them. Yep. yeah yeah awesome so so we're doing some amazon a plus enhanced content for them which we do cool. quite quite a bit of right and here's here's the interesting thing right a lot of our clients come to us saying we want enhanced brand content and i ask the why question why what are you trying to achieve well increase sales okay that's you know that's a that, that's a pretty obvious one amazon promotes the enhanced brand content saying that it increases your sales if you if you have it right mm -hmm. but they don't really go deeper do you know what i mean and and the reason why is because they can okay so so the two reasons are that amazon says that they can increase their sales or their conversions with it and the other reason they're doing it is because they can because enhanced brand content hasn't always been available to people on Amazon. You know, they own, a lot of a, a lot of sellers only had access in Seller Central to the standard listing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas with James and Chris, and we're designing theirs. You know, they they have a a, a purpose. You know, they want to tell the that the enhanced brand content is not there because they can. And yes, it will increase sales for them, but they want to tell the story of their brand, which is a brilliant story. If anybody hasn't hasn't ha heard of Origin, it's A U R A G I N Health dot com, yep. right? And they have a great brand story, mind you. At the time of this recording, I will put a disclaimer in. I know they're working on a. Uh, on new copy and a new website uh, at the moment. But, you know, they came back to me with things like, you know, well, what's the character limit or what's the word count limit that we can use? And and I've, I've not hit a limit at this point, right? So, you know, they have started with the inspiration of we want to tell our story, right? Mm -hmm. And that helped us when we were designing the design concept, concepts for the A+. Well, sorry, we're not supposed to call it A-plus brand content. It's enhanced brand content designs for, for Amazon. And it's helping them tell the story and work out what they want to put in it. And, you know, the, the distance between the final design when it's ready and the brief is a lot closer. I mean... I got a phenomenal brief from those guys. They gave me demographics. They gave me exactly, you know, what their core message was. And even though they had multiple messages, they prioritized them and they were very clear about what they what they wanted done. And they were clear about the fact that the reason why they were doing the design 
was to tell their story. Mm. Does that make sense? Oh, 100%. Yeah, I love that, man. I think it's uh, super helpful when, when you get a, a brief like that. Yeah, whereas most of the time it's the exact opposite. It's <laughs> We want this. We know you guys do an awesome job of it. And I, it's like pulling teeth, like your your uh, design briefs, uh, your design questionnaires. You know, you actually have to go in there and and do a heap of work to get the information because they've got nothing. Yeah, you know, they just know that they need to do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, another thing to overcome designers block is to you know if you're in a team situation run the brief by your your workmates your other designers and just yeah that might spark some ideas yeah absolutely just throw it out there i mean there's some great for for designers and business owners too there's some great online forums both free and paid that you can be part of these days where you can throw the question out there hey i know i need a new website what are the things i should be thinking about before i send my design brief to a designer or do you know a good designer who can help me get from where i am which is i've got nothing Mm -hmm. to an awesome website yeah 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 absolutely and i'm just thinking a couple more things that i what i actually do if i do get designers block if i walk into my my office and it's just a mess and, and I'm trying to design and, I'm, I'm, you know, I've got designer's block. I find that if I tidy up my office, it can really just clear your mind and you can start fresh just by doing that. Uh, you know what? I'm with you on that. Uh, my desk has been getting a little out of control. Mm-hmm. And about two weeks ago, I gave it a big clean up. And the inspiration I got on work following that was awesome. And I, I hate to say it, but today... It's not as bad as it was, but it's a little untidy. So I think I'm going to get off this recording and I'm actually going to clean up. (laughs) I love it. So let's go back to the I've got nothing. What other situations in design and business do we find ourselves, you know, just maybe drawing a blank, not knowing how to proceed? I mean, it's not just a design brief where we get stuck. Maybe it's, it's what's the next thing that I should work on. Yeah, that's a really good one, man. And like it really, to me, I have that issue a lot where I have a, you know, we're growing steadily, but we always have either a capacity issue or a marketing issue. So it's like a seesaw, you know, and therefore what I find, it's quite easy to, to grow the team, but then you got to, once you grow the team, you need to get more work in. So I find the biggest stumbling block for me is marketing, right? So just working out which marketing avenue to take, and I can often get stuck on that. So you got, any, you got any tips around what to do there, buddy? Uh, do more of what works. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Shake the tree, go to existing clients, all that sort of stuff. And yeah, like Jay Abraham says, there's really only three ways to grow a business. And I don't want to go over that again, but go back to a previous episode where, where Jay Abraham was the uh, the star, basically, where we reviewed an event that I attended. It was probably about six or seven episodes ago. Listen to that. But yeah, but apart from that, I think also what I like to do there is just think about the the end goal and just, yeah, you know, really know that, okay, if I want, let's say, another 10 designer on tap clients, right, what do I need to do to get to that end goal? And then just work backwards from there and think about their pain points of my existing clients, maybe survey my existing clients and things like that to then work out a plan to solve problems for new prospects you know, with the same end goal. Yeah, nice. Look, I was actually going to say in whatever situation you are, I mean, I find myself in that situation sometimes where I'm staring at a blank piece of paper. You know, I know I need to change a particular system or process in the business. I know that I need to, you know, do something with regards to marketing or the sales process. Mm -hmm. And, 
you know, I've just, I'm sitting there and I've got nothing, you know, or I have, you know, analysis paralysis where I've actually got too much and I can't do anything because I've got too much. And, you know, I think this goes with design as well. I'm just, you know, I know I said, let's go away from design, but, you know, that one key message, that one key outcome, right? So just like mm -hmm. you said, you know, what's the key outcome? I want 20 more designer on tap clients, all right? And once you know that, you can reverse engineer it, or at least you can start taking steps in that direction, you know? Exactly. But the, the reality things, yeah. is if you... Yeah, if you don't start moving, you can't gain momentum. Yeah, yeah. So if you get stuck, yeah, think of the end goal. Yeah, distill. I mean, geez, I mean, isn't that a common theme across just about everything we talk about in business and design on The Real Magic? You know, it's singular purpose. Mm-hmm, absolutely. You know, distill. Yeah, yeah. yeah distill. Sorry, I'm <laughs> just talking over you. Here Greg. we are. What's going on there? Either J Jace, you can either leave that in or cut it out. But you know, we are just human. Sorry, Greg, you go. No, it's all good, man. I was just gonna say that's what we do on each episode. We just talk about one topic. Yeah, and and when we talk about that one topic, we always come back down to you know just have a singular purpose. Um, I think you know that brief that I mentioned to you that was brief at the beginning of the episode hmm. um you know my client said just basically said oh we want it to be non-corporate and here's three messages that we'd like on it and to be honest the three messages were loosely related but i know that they'd drawn them from three different other three pieces of their marketing materials and they did they weren't really cohesive so i went back to them twice saying well what's the singular message oh it's these three things mm -hmm. right and you're like no you can't have a singular message with these three things yeah so you know it does make it a lot harder so so how did you overcome that like what did you what did you say to them i just said you know what we're going to throw something in the wall and see what sticks <laughs> I, love it. I, I mean that was all we we could do and yeah. we actually came out with a couple of really really good concepts but to be honest because the client didn't start with great direction i can't see this job going through to a finished design do you know what I mean? I think it's going to be either really, really complex or they're just going to can it because it, to me it seemed like an idea that somebody had and just sort of threw it out there and thought, oh, yeah, we'll just get something from our wonderful design team but not necessarily have a, an outcome in mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. Cool. All right, what else you got? Mate, I'm, that's pretty much it. I've got nothing. That's cool, man. Yeah. I was also going to say that sometimes I like, I like to think inside Illustrator. That's where I, you know, I like to design and that's where I, you know, think essentially. And, you know, because I'm reasonably fast at it, I can just, you know, free flow and, and things can start happening. So I don't know, I guess a tip there is, you know, if you do get stuck, just get into your favorite design program and just start tinkering and see what comes of it. Oh, yeah. You know, even if you're a business owner, your favourite pen and notebook, your favourite pencil. I've fallen in love with the iPad Pro and the Apple Pencil in Penultimate, you know. Like, yeah. when, I get, when I get a bit of a blockage, it comes out and I start scribbling. Nice, nice. Cool, man. So what's your, what's your killer tip for the listener when they've got nothing? When they've got nothing, I would say just throw your hands up in the air, put some music on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, break your routine. It. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, yep. and then maybe start again at the time where you're most inspired i mean you and i are both morning people that's our peak performing time but yeah. some people are you know 
afternoon people, some people are night people, so just put it there. Make it the first thing to do in your highest performing part of the day. You got it, man. You got it. Awesome. Well, hopefully that was helpful, listeners. So thank you for listening. If you enjoyed it, head over to our website, therealmagic.com, and continue the conversation there. Thanks, listener. We'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to The Real Magic Podcast. Hear more at therealmagic.com.